Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is AFL Round 23 all wrapped up. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Josh, you got a highlight of the week past? I uh, do, actually. Um, does the name Percy Foster ring a bell? Um, N- not at all. I'm going with no. no. Um, are you a fan of Gordon Ramsay? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think he's a pretty good bloke. Um, what I didn't realise was that um, he has a porn double. Right, yeah. really? Now, I, I wouldn't have thought he'd be uh, a high-demand uh, porn double sort of bloke. A I, mean, I, I, I didn't think he'd be watching that sort of porn. Um, the the uh, the extra bit of flavour on that is that his porn double's a midget. Right, He's okay. three feet six tall. Uh, normally, this would be um, a reasonably joyous discovery because the internet's a, a real fucking filth. Um, it's a wonderful place. Yep. Yep. Um, but the reason I found out about uh, this lad... No, here comes the bullshit. Um, he he actually died and was discovered in a badger hovel while they were uh, trying to clear some land. So it, it's a bit of a roller coaster thing. He, right. Um, that definitely took a left turn. Oh, yeah, you find you find out that Gordon Ramsay's got a porn double for a start. Which you find I thought, out that badgers live in a hovel. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the poor fucker... His body ends up... He's only uh, three foot six tall, so he's fucking tiny. And he was found in a deep underground chamber by the Minister of Agriculture experts ahead of a planned badger gassing program. So... They gassed the poor cunt. I think it's part of the Epstein conspiracy, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) Maybe Epstein tried to pick him up and got pissed off he was overage. He may have been just going for a career change and he was auditioning for the next Hobbit movie. Could have been, could have been. And the fucking badger's got the best of him. Yeah. Could could have been, uh, you know, a Vietnam War pick. He's one of the tunnel rats. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're a, a midget who looks like Gordon Ramsay, your job options are pretty fucking limited, surely. Well, not for this lad. Good, good for a midget, though. He's yeah. finally managed to key in to a, a somewhat lucrative event, I suppose. And if, if nothing else, the speaking circuit would be pretty fucking funny. <laughs> um, and it's all turned out. Just gets dragged into a den by a badger and half-eaten. Do we get any conclusion to this? Like, I don't know why he's in a, in a badger's uh, the badger, hovel. The badger attacked him. Hang, hang on. First of all, is, is like, do badgers really live in a hovel or he's made that word up? Um, I think it's a den. But hovel. So you made it up. Hole in the ground. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the only time I've heard the word hovel is playing Civilization. Like, wait, actually, maybe it was, it was either Civilization or um, what was the Roman one? Uh, Caesar. Caesar, yeah. One of those where... Uh, your hovels are on fire. Oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I fucking torched them, cunt. <laughs> the peasants are burning. Oh. I do like that your highlight of the week was a porn midget getting killed. Oh, by okay. a badger. The by badger's by the a, important part. Yeah. Badgers are inherently funny. Yeah, I, I feel like this is an incomplete story. I want to know <laughs> how this happened. It, uh, it's Wind in the Willows pantomime gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poor the fuck. Yeah. All right, Brenton, you got a highlight of the week past. Um, yeah, so my highlights are based on browsing Reddit's top stories. Yep. Um, now, there was one that I couldn't verify, but I've never stopped that, uh, getting rid of the story. No. Port Power, uh, on their merchandise store, on obviously the website. Yep. Um, they have, obviously every team has the ugly sweater. They do. Still yep. don't know who's buying them, but whatever. Some dumb bastards. So, on in yeah. the Port Power... They, they release them before Father's Day for kids that hate their fucking dads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there are probably a few uh, Port Adelaide ones, anyway, that know their fathers. No. Uh, anyway, this is a Port Adelaide ugly sweater that uh, is in the colours of Port, but actually has the Sydney Swans logo on there. Right. Now, I'm, I feel like uh, either Port Adelaide are cutting corners, which is <laughs> definitely possible, or some kids just aren't really sure who their dad goes for. Like, we'll just cover a few bases. <laughs> 50p each way. Yeah. 
Um, Very I mean, much likely, because um, I've worked in you know departments that have put up shit on the internet. Yep. Someone's just gone. We haven't got a photo. Just recolor it. Yeah. yeah. Photoshop it. Don't. I'm not fucking around. Well, that was like in Formula One. There's actually like the Red Bull team. They've got a junior team called Toro Rosso, and uh, halfway through the season, they're they're two drivers have swapped because the, the Red Bull driver shit. Right. Uh, so instead of doing a proper photo shoot, they just Photoshop. cut his head off, <laughs> photoshopped onto the junior driver and yeah, did vice versa. I was going to say, can you check, uh, did Reebok make these ugly jumpers? Because <laughs> I think that they've done that is, it right. The that's last, a total Reebok move, actually. They've done it right the last couple of years in UFC, but uh, they started off pretty rocky. Yeah, yeah, they, they did, they did. Um, I mean, the the cool thing, it's Port Adelaide for a start. So, um, yeah. so there's laughs to begin with. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Um, and it's just before Father's Day. Um, I mean, I guess it also works out pretty handy too. I mean, jails, are, like the kid going to jail yeah. to see the dad can combine right. it with a conjugal visit. So, Oh, shit. Yeah. You're going there. Say, it must be a busy day because, you know, one dad's got three or four different families coming in. Yeah, right. <laughs> and it actually led on to my other um, story, which I feel like, could have been involved with Port Adelaide as well. So a bloke decides, fuck it, go on the easy route, going to rob a store. As so, you do. Yeah, as you do. Enough. Yeah. Um, so he gets all ready, gets in his car, drives on down to the store, goes in there, stick them up, motherfuckers. Gets the money, comes out, fucking car's been stolen. <laughs> the, the getaway driver made a getaway. He's gone. Yeah, car is gone. Uh, well, what do you do at that point? Do you turn around and be like, ah, it's just fucking, it's just a... Uh, I am uh, Michael from uh, securitiesexcellentservices.com. <laughs> I, I think you just get onto UberX and say, fucking emergency, get me here. Just, <laughs> you got to steal the next car, surely. You pay well, it forward. Yeah, yeah. Or pay it backward, however you want to I think. Oh, you, I reckon you went to the next car and just said, look, mate, there's 300 in it for you if you can get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> he's a robber. Yeah. <laughs> he's not Robin Hood. Hey, like, he has- don't force that $300 in my pocket and make me drive you somewhere else. Oh, my God. As Help. they say in the casino, you haven't lost until they chip out. Yep. He's offering three hundred bucks. Yep. Doesn't always mean he's getting paid three hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, true, true. He's a robber. What like at the end of it he'd be like, What's about three hundred bucks? What three hundred bucks? Three hundred bucks you said you're gonna take me out. Mate, I just robbed a fucking store. Do you really think <laughs> I'm a trustworthy individual here? I don't I, I think both, you deserve to be ripped off right now. We've both made mistakes today. <laughs> Yours what? is just more recent. What did you learn? And in fact, get out of my car. Uh, I've got a low light of the week. I've it's been a bad week for me, to be honest. Um sure. But uh, it all culminated in, and I'll be very quick on this one. I was asleep having a dream. Um, yep. The cliff notes was it was a whodunit dream. Oh. And right at the end, we're about to go. Like the plot was either the body's here and we're going to go find them or we're going to get killed. And then I woke up. So yeah. it's a whodunit that I never get to find out the answer to. That and, sucks. It pissed I, me off. I feel like I'm you can just sort of make it up. I mean, I was. I'm, can't say for sure, but uh, my guess is Colonel Mustard with the candlestick in the yeah, fucking lounge. It could but, very well be. But I, that's not it. That's not the end of it. Didn't you once get in trouble because you cheated on your wife in her dream? Uh, yeah. Haven't yeah. we all been in trouble for that? Yeah. I, I think it was a plot on Friends as well. Um, but yes, I, I got yelled at once. Not yelled at, but anyway, she had the shits. Um, but uh, on top of that, so I've woke up um, a little bit early and I'm pissed off that I haven't... Uh, um, got the proper conclusion because I love a good, you know, whodunit. Yeah. Um, and it's about uh, half past four or five o'clock in the morning and I thought, oh yeah, cricket's on. I'll just check the scores. And we lost the unlosable ashes. I was angry. Oh, fuck. I, I've never been more angry. <laughs> I actually watched it and I flicked off after we missed the run out chance. And right. There was two runs to go. I'm like, fuck well, this. Fuck this. Yeah. Um, it's, part of me is pissed off because it is such a monumentous comeback. Oh, that- massive. And that's how angry I was. Yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> like, angry. Because if I was their supporters, I would be fucking stoked. Oh, I would not mean? forget this day forever. It, it's the mir- made me pissed off. The yeah. miracle at Heavenly or whatever they I call it. I did see that uh, apparently the Queen uh, put a royal edict out that Ben Stokes can punch any cunt he wants that yeah. night. <laughs> Just, uh, yeah, sorry, punch the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she took one for the team. She's like, fair like, enough. Fair it's, enough. It's, it's a fucking ballsy move. It's the only chance anyone's going to get. Yeah, why not? Uh, deserves, oh, she has a decent fucking right hook, though. Deserves everything she can get. So. She's given Charles a backhander at least a few times. Oh, a couple of GNTs, you know, she'll beat the fuck out of all the kids. No, oh, she'd pay someone else to do it, surely. I, I reckon she'd go it's all not school. not satisfying, though, is it, really? <laughs> I mean, it's, I know, it's pretty satisfying. Royal uh, prerogative to slap the shit out of people. <laughs> Jeeves, come over here. Slap that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> they call it a Throw him to the ground roughly. <laughs> Give him a right royal scene, too. And I mean royal. All right, anyway, we'll get into the final round of footy, and uh, yeah, it was an enjoyable round of footy, I thought, because um, round 23 sometimes can be a bit of a boil over. Yeah. Um, but it, it went right to, 
Oh, I reckon... There was a lot of play for, so it wasn't usual tanking talk. There wasn't a lot of the detractions that up, come up from Up to game eight, three. there was still something going on. Yeah, yeah, there was there was only one game that was dead at the start yeah. of the round. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And then, like, straight away, trade room is flying. It's yeah. great. That is something that annoys me a little bit. That- I'm actually pretty sure uh, the Crows mascot is on the trade table going to, <laughs> going to the Gold Coast. I feel like I might, might have started a few. Um, no. I, I doubt you could, because I think every trade rumor possible is already out there. Yeah. Like, if you make one up right now, I guarantee you can go online and try and you'll find it. Like, hodge back to Hawthorne. Like, I'd go get- there, you can find it. Yeah, I, I, I generally don't look in the nuffies on... Uh, AFL Facebook page. You definitely page. do. You definitely do. Fucking no, 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 you are fucking calling bullshit on this. Yeah. There's a dedicated yeah. Nuffies on uh, AFL pages. I just end up going to the page that that page pulls you, from. You, you tried to recruit us to go through the Nuffies <laughs> pages. What are you talking about? <laughs> that no, was one of your off-season content ideas. No, no, I go to the actual Nuffies, not the uh, the page that reports on the Nuffies. So I, I get the pure uh, Nuffy content. Oh, so you got the Nuffy hookup, do you? Is that what yeah. you're saying? Yeah, I, I got the uh, underground but, methods. But when it comes to trade, I I am disappointed that it starts um, when finals are still on. Yeah, like, I, I do want. I like focusing on finals, but you know the reality is more than half the teams are not involved. And yeah, no. Two yeah. listings have already started. And well, the so thing is, it's it's either you're focusing on um, trades or you're having a crack at people having. Players having fun on their Mad Monday because yeah. they didn't make finals. Like you don't deserve to have fun, motherfucker. <laughs> I did see. Doing? One, I did see one bloke have said that life. about uh, Carlton. Speaking of nuffies, uh, he said uh, David Teague just set the standard, put a big banner for them to run through a Mad Monday at the pub, and just uh, <laughs> they actually run into the clubhouse and have to start training. <laughs> uh, you know, I like it. Said it first. I'm just like, yeah, okay. Um, that's how a coach gets fucking murdered. <laughs> not a Carlton, though. Not a Carlton, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not at Port Adelaide. A few uh, of them throw a few punches, but I think he could take him. Teague? Yeah. <laughs> Give Sam Walsh a spanking, I suppose. Yeah. But um, oh, there's... I'm sure we're going to have a, a few more yeah. nuffy uh, decisions through this uh, oh, podcast. It's a, it's a long off season. Uh, I mean, yeah. mind you, my interest in uh, the 2019 season ended about uh, three quarters Fine. through the uh, GWS. <laughs> I was Gold really Coast hoping match. we'd got the bottom of your interest in nuffies. <laughs> oh, no, there, I'm, there I'm all no about bottom. the nuffies. We've, from now we've on. got all off season for that. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll start with the footy for round 23. Uh, Friday night, Collingwood versus Essendon. Uh, decent enough game, even though it wasn't that high scoring. But um, it, it was yeah, decent enough. It's about all I can come up with for it. Yeah, Essendon, um, I, I thought they they should have taken it, really, to be honest. I mean, I know um, Collingwood had a lot of the ball and were a bit wasteful early on, but it just seemed like uh, they, Essendon just didn't have the um, the savagery. I think both teams have felt like they left a bit in the tank. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah. so. Uh, both teams knowing they had a final, but Essendon, uh, I thought, you know, they, they went hard early and then just kind of limped in. Yeah, a little bit. I feel like they, they came out with a plan and then Colin went, we can count that plan. And they went, well, that's us done. Yeah, maybe a little bit too. Basically. It, it, well, I suppose it was, that's it too. You don't want to show your secondary strategies and everything in round 23 when you're not yeah. playing for anything. Yeah. Well, obviously, first quarter, Essendon's kicked you know more than half their goals. Um, yeah. It did feel a bit like Colin's going, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 guys, we're winning this one. Yeah, yeah. Let's just take care of that and then you can guys can fuck around with whatever you want to do. Um, but they weren't... Um, they're pretty economical with the ball, I thought, Essendon as well, which yeah. is, you know, an upside. For yeah, them. and that was a hard-hitting game too. There yeah. were a lot of big hits. Obviously, Hurley going down. Uh, what, what Do you know what the shoulder, outcome of his shoulder? shoulder? Yeah. yeah. And I, I think it's great they really turned it on for the NBA players to show them what <laughs> AFL is all about. Were there NBA players there, was it? Yeah, yeah. Do you know that some of them have a basketball background? Yeah. Fucking hell, I, I got sick of seeing them up near the crowd. Um, yeah, fucking surprisingly, though, we could see them better there than at the game the night yeah, before. Yeah, is hilarious. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, mind you, it intimidated the fuck out of them because uh, Aussies beat them. Well, I just want to know the, the mindset of going, you know what? All those lines on the court, don't need to see them. <laughs> yeah. Don't need to see them at all. They're not important in the game. Let's raise Let's the platform. Let's raise the actual court so you're looking up. Yeah, it'll 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 basically be like uh, you know Red Bull aerial who, flights. Who makes this fucking decision? It's someone uh-huh. at the AFL because the AFL is running that joint. Maybe they were just like, I don't like fucking basketball taking our fucking stadium. <laughs> Here's one thing that I didn't, I didn't realize that uh, someone told me who went to the game, and it must be true for UFC events that when they have uh, like a specific event where you have floor seating, yeah. they actually have to brace the car park underneath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so half yeah. the car park you can't park yeah. into it. It's because yeah. it's braced to support the weight, but yeah. it's also because they bring the uh, the sides in to make it the square shape. Yeah, right. Um, we've been to the soccer a few times when they've done that. I haven't been. I haven't been no? to the soccer at there. Um, but I, I didn't I've think they brought the, the sides in for that. 
Yeah, but, you're walking on gangplanks and shit. It's kind of fucking yeah, weird. And you can weird. see down into the... Like an <laughs> actual coliseum. Yeah, 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 a little bit. Yeah. But it's There's just... Russell Crowe there fucking a, complaining about his view. It's not a good stadium for anything bar cricket and footy. Yep. yep. You're too fucking far but, away. I, I was super, but what else does it fucking need to be? I, I was yeah. super close to buying us all tickets to the UFC. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Until I looked at like the, the price from there. No, the price actually wasn't too bad. For first row, level one, <laughs> could get them for like 120 each. Yeah. Which wasn't nah. too bad. And then I looked at How the much view for from there. Sorry? How much for the binoculars? Yeah, well, yeah. And that's what I looked at. I'm like, that view from there, cage, fuck, it's not yeah. actually worth yeah. it. It's like looking at a ruck contest. But I really wanted to exactly. go. Except yeah. they're fucking smaller because it's going to yeah. be middleweights and shit. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Collingwood beat Essendon. <laughs> I mean, you know, neither Did team. Collingwood have any injuries? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> Phil in Darcy Moore. Oh, I loved... It was it on the Channel Seven? Channel Seven, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're out. So they had filled in there, which is very un-Channel Seven like. Yeah, yeah. Um, personality. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Having a joke, yeah. Um, having a joke with their on-screen graphics. I mean, usually the commentators you can't stop them from having a joke. Yep. Um, well, I say uh, joke. Well, you know, you know the punchlines are still to come. The jokes yeah. have to be funny. Yeah, allegedly. I mean, is it the attempt or is the result that matters? That's. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, on to the next game. Uh, it was the Sydney Swans parade, um, and St Kilda were just there to see it. Uh, oh, shit, really. we got Steve's question. Oh, too. All right, Fuck. Steve. Steve from Twitter. I think this one's actually an essay, so just give me a second. All right. We'll bring this shit up. Keep on talking about the Swans. Oh, no. Because uh, I know you're pretty stoked. But he decided he'd kick four, and um, I, I think once he decides that, there's not many players in the in, uh, Saints can stop him. Yeah, he knocked one through the misses and pregnant already <laughs> afterwards. So, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, that is knocked one efficiency. Um, yeah, well, it was just Listen a parade. Spray that one. Um, <laughs> Clean that shit off. He got it from 60. Um, <laughs> he had to curve right up there. <laughs> I love to see back in the day that. Before me, we had like a meme page. You'd send them through ICQ or like Facebook. Uh, fucking, ICQ, fuck you want. Yeah, it, or like MSN Messenger. Messenger. And there was uh, one for like Chucks. You know that one? Like Chucks? <laughs> Chucks, you know the, the shoes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the dishcloths. Oh, like, Chucks wipes. Shit. Chucks wipes, yeah. yeah. It's like, great for spills. And cleaning spunk off her tits. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's, uh, what's Steve from Twitter's question? All right, so... Yeah, after a bit of clarification, explanation, in regards to the draft for the AFL, obviously drafting for AFL was pretty new, con- not new concept, but in regards to sports, it's it's hard. It's difficult because you've got feeder leagues and you've got obviously Victorian bias or centralism. This is a fucking essay. Where's he going? Um, anyway, um, you used to be able to pick up whoever you wanted in the in the draft, yeah? No, they didn't have drafts. You just signed in. You just signed people, yeah. Basically, yeah. That's or, well, you, or you had feeder, there uh, feeder sections. Yeah, there were recruitment zones. Well, but what are you saying? There wasn't actually a, actually a draft. You just no. pick up Not old until mate until the 90s. Everywhere else, yeah. Um, uh, and obviously now there's zones and priority picks yeah. and everything else. It's all convoluted. Um, yeah. yeah, so which one do you actually prefer? Well, as a rich club, the old one. <laughs> Well, yeah. Because well, you just pay cunts, they turn up. Exactly. Back in the day, that was the problem. That's why they went to the draft, because the rich club was just dominated. And, yeah. you know, the recruiting zones, I think uh, Carlton had WA. Well, that, uh, that's funny. Well, he actually mentions Carlton, and he said, uh, I think it's probably work, working. Uh, example, Carlton's been horrible since this started, and you've all the time. <laughs> the, uh, A little bit more information on that one actually yeah, needs to be said. No, everybody has said that ever since salary cap and the draft have been brought in, Carlton have been shit. Well, yeah, except for... Well, it's because they didn't abide by the salary cap. Yeah, and, um, yeah they won a premiership, yeah. but not abiding by the salary yeah, cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so, Steve, you know where Carlton had a little backroom deal set up where they'd give paper bags yeah, for yeah. cash to which, players? Which time? And, yeah. Yeah. Basically, they're owned by... Oh. Um, it, it's basically the Rupert Murdoch of cardboard. <laughs> uh, well, at, at different times, yeah, they've had different owners that were all the same mould. Yeah, all John Elliott's yeah. fuck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 so they deserve old shitness. Old rich white men. Owners in the uh, loosest sense of the word. Yeah. And look, but, they don't deserve to be no, this no, shit. The, the but, yeah. literal sense of the word. Yeah. Um, and the other ways that recruitment zones were, um, uh, let's say, uh, there was lots of fuzzy stuff that used to go on in those times. Um, I think recruitment zones were actually meant to rotate um, through yeah. throughout the years. And Hawthorne hit a rich vein in their recruitment zone. They went, all right, next. And we went, no, 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 we'll keep ours. Next. This, this one's yeah. pretty good. We'll, we'll just keep it. Yeah. We'll just keep yeah. getting there. And there were other dodgy shit like I heard on uh, Mick Malthouse did a, a podcast. He's talking about uh, Scotty Wine was playing under 17s or under 19s for North. Yeah. Was he? And once you turn yeah. a certain age, you then, like, you're automatic. 
Oh, you go back into your zone. No, if you're not signed by your club, yep. then it's open season. Right. They got him to put the wrong birth date on his, <laughs> on his entry <laughs> because North said, no, nah, you're playing under 19s. Bulldogs yeah. said, we'll put you in the ones. And he went, well, all right. I'll play ones. I'll play ones. No, and he actually went to Richmond as well. They said, right. no, no, you play the Bs. He said, no, no, I'm playing ones. I'm going to Bulldogs. Fair so enough. That's how they, that kind of stuff used to happen all the fucking time. Yeah. Um, yeah. The how draft, many flags he got? None. Fuck, yeah, he he got a, fucked that up. Yeah, he got a brown low, though. Yeah. Um, he, he's not a bad player. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely better now, even though more clubs have a chance. Um, and it's, it's tough with the population that Australia has of like 23 million, yeah. where we're not a very populated country. Yeah. And so the places that you're drawing from, obviously most people live on the East Coast. The actual population is very central in maybe five spots around Australia. The rest of it's yeah. just fucking empty. Well, also factoring, if they wiped out the draft now, West Coast, Adelaide, uh, they'd be unstoppable. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, exactly. Back before the draft, uh, teams like North bought their premiership by going to uh, WA and uh, yeah. you know offering money for footy players. And footy players back then were still pretty much amateurs the whole yeah, time. Yeah, absolutely. Well, especially in WA, they hadn't heard of meth yet. So <laughs> no, well, I mean they were probably pretty keen on it. Yeah, well they probably learned Adelaide. So they were still recovering from the Emu War of 1931. <laughs> but um, don't bring that shit up. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, I, I can't see them going back to it at all. It, it just won't work because no, no, you'll have can't. the. Regional teams will just dominate. Yeah, uh, and Vic Byers won't let that happen. Or, or um, yeah, Collingwood would get the number one draft pick every year out of Victoria yeah. because, yeah, it just would not work because the the, the money's going to be too big. Uh, West Coast, like you say, are going to be a WA team because yep. nobody's going to go want to go to Fremantle, and West Coast have so much money. Yeah, it's yep. it's ridiculous how much they have. It'd kill Frio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, at least half the teams would die. Port are just about dying now. Yeah. Um, if this came on, yeah, they got no chance. Well, I can fucking tell why with their marketing department fucking up their jumpers. <laughs> yeah. And, um, especially like you look at GOS and they've got an yeah. awesome recruiting academy. Um, the entire so state. They, they're going to end up being the draft. Yeah. Because their player's going to go, all right, sweet, win that fell, let's fuck off back to Melbourne. Yeah. Yeah. Once they realise that Central New South Wales is actually a pretty rich vein of uh, players, they'll fucking dominate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No water there, though. So, <laughs> yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> See, that's what they should Literally do. Just, uh, yeah. Petition that shit. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, thanks again, Steve. But uh, back into the footy. Oh, some uh, retirements, though, for Sydney. Well, that's what I was going to say. It was just a parade, really. It yeah. was. They pulled Buddy out of Cotton Wool to play his 300th. Yeah. Uh, Kieran Jack and Mark McVeigh both having their uh, swan song, no pun intended. Oh, um, all puns intended. But uh, and they manufactured intended a goal for pun. a goal for both of them um, in the final quarter. Yeah. I do love that about footy. It's like it's your last game, mate. We're you're getting a goal somehow. Yeah. Um, as far as Kieran Jack was uh, got the ball about 55 out, had three blokes free in the forward 50 yeah. in front of him. All of them. Goal. Yeah, pointing All of the them goals. pointing at the goals, mate. It's like, nah, yeah. I'm not taking this. I'm not leading. Yeah. You kick the goal, champ. And he, he wanted did. to pass off. He was knackered. And, and look, and like the way they finished out that fourth quarter, I feel like I'm not really, you know, out of my lane saying that they're the, the Brisbane of this season. Uh, you know, they were finished last season strong. Brisbane did. Now right. They, now they're... Finishing tops. Just gearing themselves up. Well, it's going to be very yeah. interesting what uh, they do over the summer because obviously with four players dropping out, um, being the other two being Heath Grundy and Nick Smith, yeah. um, they got some cap to spend. They I do. Know, they got young talent too. They got yeah. trade, tradable talent if they need to. Well, the, the rumours are uh, Zach Jones and uh, Tom Papley, even though Papley signed up for yeah. one, two, three, <laughs> yeah. four years, I don't know. Uh, depending who you ask. It is very funny that uh, a few of the Swan supporters this afternoon, especially on Reddit, come out and said, no, no, he's got a contract. So, yeah. Yeah. what does that mean? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of players have contracts. Yep. Doesn't mean they're yeah. staying. Um, yeah. Having said that, uh, apparently it's all going through the club. Like uh, old mate uh, Tom Harley's uh, been down in Melbourne shopping a few players around. And I imagine Papley and Jones are heavy on that. Yeah. So, I mean, look, if, if they can get uh, what they want for the players, all the better. If they can't, then um, they mm-hmm. stay for another couple of years. But that's what you want. If you're a club, you want signed players that you have... Um, value in yeah like if they add a contract then some teams are like well you know they're not worth as much I don't have to make this work yeah. but uh, if they're contracted you own the ca- you have the cards yeah. um, so it's like trying to steal someone's girlfriend as opposed to picking up a single chick yeah like, i got to work harder for the person that's, <laughs> that's taken but a lot of them too have gone some account. well they have value we trade them this year or next year they're a free agent yeah. and we get nothing yeah. so we can trade them and 
I think some journal called it pre-agents. You know, yeah. that's the the way to do it. Now, I love how St Kilda came out and said that, that Jake Carlisle's on the table. Like, yeah, <laughs> cool story, bro. Yeah. As long as he's not under it, that's yeah. what he usually is. <laughs> well, <laughs> that was over it, and like I remember, um, I actually found one of my old comments when Carlisle went up uh, last time, and I remember saying, "Oh, maybe we could trade Daniel Curry for him." Um, I think I would have been up on that, uh, that yeah. trade. Oh, you, you did win on that trade by not yeah. picking him up and getting but, rid of Daniel Curry. At the same time, I don't think they were really the Essendon were that interested in Daniel Curry either. I don't think they've got that much out of Carlisle either. But um, I they would have got a lot of good times out of Carlisle <laughs> in that period. But well, his back seems fucked. Yeah, well, and, his, and like, his head. Yeah, I mean, and decision making. There are some injuries you just don't come back. Like a, yeah. it seems to be like a Gumbleton sort of uh, trade. Oh, you can't the, fix stupid. <laughs> well, that's it. You can put him in fullback, yeah. but um, yeah. even even Hawthorne don't have a medical plan for stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I just don't. I don't think he's got any currency whatsoever. I mean, you could pick him up for like a fifth rounder that you weren't going to use, and even then, you'd be like, "All right, what do we do with him now?" You're going to do your due diligence with the medicos, aren't you? Yeah. yeah if you're picking up Carlisle, but even it, it seems like uh, if you're um, uh, the Saints. You'd give him a fuck ton of painkillers and just go out there and say, <laughs> and, you know, tell him they're smarties. Yeah. And just say, just tell him you're fine. Uh, and he'll fucking do it. I was going to say, I don't think he's one you need to, you know, uh, force into taking the drugs. You know, yeah, you, just, yeah. you just leave him in the room, turn around, you know, and that's all you need. Yeah. You'd be like, here's a bunch of painkillers here. I'm just going to turn around. And if they're not there when I come back, they're like, where the fuck have you gone? Anyway, th- this is a game with nothing on the line. It was just a celebration for the Swans, and, and they got that. There was more people involved in the cheering off than there was, you know, applauding it um, by the end of the day. Um, but that's how it goes um, with those ones. So they right off to the sunset and looking at uh, the the trade. And you know, Saints have still got to appoint a coach yet. So um, I've I've got my resume. In. Yeah, I, I think it's uh, I think it's going to be Ratton. I think it's a bit of a boat race. I was player coach in uh, under 16s basketball, and we got fucked up a lot. Liar. If they said football, would be more believable. Yeah. Under, we didn't have under 16s. Mixed netball, you could have got away with. <laughs> you didn't well, play I basketball did, either. I could I could argue I could argue mixed netball. Yeah, um, there you go. Except we won that, so that'd be actually. Oh wow! How there proud! You how, how proud! <laughs> yeah, too successful for your own good. <laughs> Rejected the fuck out of everyone on goal defense. You know they actually don't let you do that, don't they? No, really. So what do you do? Just pretend not to hit the ball. Well, no, apparently a, they they don't have a goaltending rule though, so yeah. you can jump up really? and swat the fuck out of it as long as your arms don't flail more than. I don't know, 30 centimetres in front of their face or some shit. Because it's intimidation, apparently. Intimidation. Yeah. Mm. And I'm like, I mean, that yeah. was my whole plan. Like, <laughs> that, Pretty that, much. That was my key. I, my I, attributes. I maxed that attribute out, actually. Mixed netball is a, a violent fucking sport it because is. women don't cover up. Like, yeah. Blokes, when they see someone flying through the fucking air about to land on them, they yeah. make themselves small. They brace. And, and the guys in there aren't a good representation of guys. So I feel like the mixed parts, yeah, it's, it's definitely skewed. No, but there's, there's always some dude in because his girlfriend is. Oh, no, all of them. Yeah, well, all of them. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, no, we'll take this pretty easy. Eh? It's a good laugh yeah. and giggle. Yeah. The, the women take it serious. Yeah. yeah. But uh, until the ball's thrown over your head, your instinct is, I'm going to jump and grab that fuck. Because you do. That's just what happens. And then some poor bird who's underneath is looking up at you. And gravity's taken hold. You're, you're a fucking passenger. Yeah, so that's a big pair of balls coming out of my yeah. head. And and she's just there like, I mean, I could move, but... How do I do that again? I could just stand still too. Maybe if I stand still, he won't notice me. I'm, like, I'm coming down, girl. I'm landing on your ass. And then I get in trouble. All right. Well, I've got one way to get right. you to talk about football. Yeah. <laughs> North versus Melbourne down in Tassie for the final game of the year. Um, a big five-point win to the Kangaroos. Yeah, I'll be back in five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... To be honest, it wasn't a great game. Uh, it was Ben Brown needed to kick a bag and uh, did not. No, but I don't but, know if it's good or bad, but North didn't look for him. Um, no, uh, but they, also... On they the, did try to win the game rather than win the Coleman. They couldn't because uh, Melbourne played a complete negating role. Uh, they, And it's happened quite a few times this season, particularly with Melbourne. What they've gone out with is a game plan to negate the opposition's game plan for three quarters and then try and win it in the final. Like, just play ugly footy three quarters and win the, like the, the old Ross Lyons method. To be fair, I think ugly footy is all they're capable of. No, that list is much, much better than what they've shown this season. I fucking hope so. Um, what they've shown this season is fucking dismal. Yeah, but right now, I don't think pretty footy and, and is, is much in their wheelhouse. Although, you know, 
having said that, in the last quarter, they had their chances and probably oh, should have won it, but um, it just wasted a lot of opportunities. Um, and I've got to admit, I was cheering for that. Was it Neil Bullen with the last shot that hit the post? Yeah, I, th- yeah. I felt a Is draw. That the third time this season that, that it, uh, Melbourne have lost through G post? Um, I think they've won through G post once against Gold Coast too um, by a point. But um, it, a draw felt fitting for this season, for, for both teams as well. You say you wanted to punish both sides. Well, what's the punishment, though? I mean... Well, I think a, draw, a, a loss would have actually got North up the draft order, I think. Yeah, well, that's it. You might have might have gone up one draft place, but... Eh, so yeah, what? you waste them. It's all good. <laughs> um, I did say last week that uh, Goldie hadn't signed on yet, played the best game of his entire career. Mm-hmm. I said, sign. You got to sign a new contract before you come up against Maxi Gorn, and Maxi Gorn had a blinder. Um, uh, sure, he's the only one that looks like absolutely devastated with uh, how the game turned out. Well, I mean, they're doing the All Australian team right now, and I expect that he'll make the side. Yeah, um, yeah. for a team that finished seventeenth, um, probably hmm. on the bench, um, maybe. But well, so what? I, I still think Grundy takes it. I think Gorn is the better ruckman, a pure ruckman. In so, like when the balls bounce the middle, yeah, it's Gorn every day of the week. Uh, as soon as that ball hits any other player, Grundy's the one who's going to influence the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Grundy's had the better season, without a doubt. But um, still, when you're um, on the team that's you know finished second last, and you're still good enough to yeah. make the yeah. the um, all Australian side, oh, you've done it right. I mean, Ablett won a Brownlow out of a basket case team, but um, yeah, but he's no, Yeah, and Gorn, he's a fucking champion. Yeah, uh, I. I I would love to see him somewhere else because <laughs> he's the only bloke there that gave a shit. Yeah. Gold oh. Coast, you say. <laughs> t- they'd throw everything at him to get him there and so they fucking should. Yeah, like, we'll move to Melbourne. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> in fact, if they're not talking to him, I'll be fucking shocked. But um, the other thing that uh, I remember they pumped up in this game was that Tasmania's going to get a team in 2023. They're going to put yeah. a, not, not get a team, but they're going to put a bid in. Yeah. Um, I'm fucking concerned because... For a start, North and Hawthorne will have to move out. I mean, when yeah. there's a local team, they're not going to play games yeah, down there. No. Uh, whether it's based in Hobart or Launceston or some West Coast-style whole Tasmania team, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And I, I reckon we've got more skin in the game, too, when it comes to... Like, if it was removed tomorrow, I think... like Because we have a sponsorship deal as, as well as the game, yeah. so there'd be more... It'd be a greater loss to Hawthorne than North. I think the opposite, because North does have Spirit of Tasmania sponsorship as well, but North doesn't have the um, sacks of under-the-table pokey money that Hawthorne do. Um, and I think, I think it's over the table. Yeah, I'm pretty I think sure that's it's, it's all, all enough. <laughs> There's no secrets there. <laughs> yeah. um, so it'd be uh, a greater loss North Plus. If you're starting a Tasmanian team, the first player you're talking to is probably Ben Brown, and the second player is probably Taron Thomas. Jack Rewalt, mate. What <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? In 2023. <laughs> or 2025. Yeah. I, I, I reckon he's Richo, mate. That's when he's really hitting his straps. <laughs> I reckon if you traded out Ben Brown in 2025, you'd be pretty happy. I mean, he's an endurance athlete. He'd probably keep going until he's 40. <laughs> he's vegetarian. Who knows what he'll be in by then? He might be an aeritarian. Yeah, oh, yeah. But I mean, it's not as though he's um, spending a lot of time injured or uh, using a lot of explosive Spend energy. a lot of time running up to kick a fucking goal. <laughs> That's right. He's, he's an endurance athlete. He doesn't stop moving. Um, doesn't he's like stop- a shark. He can't. <laughs> knock over. <laughs> a vegetarian shark. Fish are friends, not food. Um, but Taron no, Thomas... I plankton. <laughs> Taron Thomas is one they'd fucking target. And well, fair play too. He had quite a few uh, attempts at taking mark of the year in this game. He Almost got there a few times, but for a first-year player, you go, okay, mate, next year you might uh, actually hang on to a few of those yeah. or, or like, judge them a little bit better. I like yeah. he wanted to try and uh, you know give the home crowd something to something to look at. Well, unfortunately for uh, Scotty Thompson, though, Mark, well, wasn't Mark of the Year, but it was a damn good Mark that taken over. Even Scotty Thompson, a, you can see when he got up, he's like, oh, you fucker. Like, oh, <laughs> like, fuck it, he, Yeah, he was pissed. He had a laugh about it. I thought, good on you, mate, but I, I he wasn't like, happy. After that, he kept trying to run up the ground a bit more. Yeah. Right. Um, kick a, make sure, well, kick a goal or make sure that shit didn't happen ever again. Yeah. Well, I, I, who knows when was the last time he kicked a goal in his career? Uh, yeah, fucking one. Years. Yeah, uh, he, he wouldn't be on zero. Uh, I think he's got a couple. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the next game, which is Geelong and Carlton. Um, there was nothing much really going on down there. Um, just 
Geelong doing what they needed to do. Kicked a goal in the first 10 seconds, thanks to uh, Paddy Dangerfield, who staked his claim for another uh, Brownlow. Yeah, Paddy's been a fucking warhorse, actually. Even when Geelong are out, uh, he's the one that gets them firing. Um, if Yeah, I know. Is he, did he get suspended this year? No, no, he's still he's, sneaky. El- he's eligible for the Brownlow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's going to be difficult for him because Tim Kelly probably takes the, the bulk of the votes in the first half of the season, but Paddy will come home with a wet sail. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I still think Lockie Neal's the one to beat. I'd like it to be Lockie Neal. Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Daniel Field, I feel like he's going to be up there with some sneaky consistency. Yeah. No, fuck him. And former winners, they tend to poll well. Yeah. But it, it yep. is like, if he won it, you'd be like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's not exciting for non Geelong people. I yeah. tell you what, Carlton have been linked with every fucking player who's uh, up for trade this yeah. season. So, I think that's just so they can try and give Pat Cripps a reason to hang around. Yeah, definitely. He, he must just be, have the strongest fucking shoulders in the league carrying <laughs> yeah. that team. Absolutely, he's had a great year. Um, if he he's another one, you know, he could win the Brownlow. And well, yeah, the only reason I'm putting Lockie Neal ahead of him is because. They won Brisbane. Games. Had That's a much reason. Season. I don't know. I feel like I think Neil and Cripps are pretty Neil's. close in terms of uh, how good they are. I just think Cripps is uh, far more valuable to his side because they've got no one else. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely shouldering uh, the bulk of the workload mm-hmm. there. But you know, put another couple of years into Sam Walsh. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he looks like an absolute gun. So yeah. he's definitely going to win the Rising Star. So sure. yeah. that award. Yeah. That's just yeah. done. Like, only person yeah. winning is a thirty-seven-year-old. <laughs> Um, all right, on to the Suns and the Giants. The only reason people were watching this game was to see if Jeremy Cameron could win the Coleman, and yeah, he did it by three-quarter time. I, I don't know, Suns, maybe put some cunt on him. Like, <laughs> if he's kicking a couple, maybe, uh, I don't know, uh, play defense on the cunt. I saw it. Like, there were people there, but GWS just went, nah, he's going to win the Coleman today. That's that's happening. Yeah. Like, there were guys that had set shots from 25 out that handballed it to him. Yeah, I mean, just earlier on, I, I talked about um, uh, Goodwin playing ugly defence uh, for Melbourne in their strategy. I don't know. Maybe Stuart Duke could have a crack at that too. Um, yeah, would have been fucking there. great. Be an unlikely bulky hero. Yeah. Stuart Duke. The weird part for me though in this game was uh, post-game, Stuart Duke looked fucking lost. Yeah. And uh, I don't know whether that's just because he's lost 18 in a row. Well, that too. But he just looked like he was confused. And uh, mate, you've got to have a plan. And think- he, he looked just not uh, not like an AFL coach. And maybe he's just focused on the off-season and whatever else. Cause, you know, you want to put it behind you and everything, yeah. but... Um, what is it, year two for him? Yeah. 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 And if, if there was a better option, they'd take it. Well, I, that's it. I don't hear any um, criticism of his coaching style or... Like, his job is not in jeopardy. And yeah. in this year especially, where we've already had four coaches go and there's a possibility of a fifth yep. or yeah. sixth even... Um, his name is not being mentioned, or his well, position is not in jeopardy. Because who wants that fucking job? Well, I, I feel that. like with Gold Coast, their uh, perceived issues are systemic, not yeah. just with the coach. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's half right, but they've got good players there, and they go to other clubs and they flourish. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. not a lack of talent coming through the club. It, it's, it's just no. no. It's like a talent staying. Yeah. Um, and, and Jack the, Martin's going. The yeah. injury list is through the roof. But, I mean, Jack Martin's going, yeah, but he didn't make the best 22 this yeah. year. Yeah, In a team that had injuries and lost 18 in a row. Yep. Um, so, I mean, they're likely to get picks one and two now. Um, yeah. And, I mean, they'll probably trade them well, because they need to try and attract a player. I mean, if they go to, uh, say, Walker. Adelaide, oh. and, yeah, say Adelaide and say, we want Tex Walker, we'll trade you picks uh, two and 27. <laughs> they'll take pick two for a 30-year-old. Yeah, that, that'd be a funny thing. We'll mm. trade you picks two and 37. They, they would have not waited to that 37 comes through. They'd be like, <laughs> but if they yeah. do that, that's signaling a definite rebuild for Adelaide Crows, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But what they could do is go to um, the Crows and say, all right, we want Taylor Walker and pick six yeah. for pick two. Yeah, no, Something done. like that. Fucking yeah. done. Um, I mean, the big uh, big rumour going around is they're offering uh, Burgoyne two years plus one year coaching contract. What if you him there? You got Taylor Walker and Eddie Betts? Yeah. I mean, you can get Taylor Walker and Eddie Betts to pick two. I'd fucking take it. I mean, the, the argument of not picking up a bloke who's over 30 is that he's keeping a younger lad out. But when the team's getting yeah. fucking trounced... They've only got younger lads. Yeah, you want to get... Yeah, get him fucking in there. Younger lads to stay. I have no idea what Silk's like as a, a leader, but... Yeah. He he's probably seen one up close. <laughs> I think he'd be all right yeah. after three hundred and eighty odd games. Yeah, yep. Uh, as like, long as he doesn't serve out the thir- the three years, because uh, that'll put him above above Brent Harvey on the all time yep. <laughs> games list. Mind you, he'd be seventy seven by then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tex would be devastated. Obviously, living the Crows, he's a Crows supporter growing up. Yeah, 
There you go, Solly up there, another Broken Hill lad. There you go. You make a little Broken Hill legacy up in Queensland. Can you imagine that kind of in Gold Coast? Like, yes. He, he, yeah, he yeah, runs yeah, Adelaide yeah. as it is. Right. Yeah. Put him in the Gold Coast and he... Yeah. Will, he walked down the street and people were like, you look like a fucking front rower. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he's been to schoolies the last 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can believe that, yeah. 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 No, I, I think he'd tear it up. All right, we're not going to pretend we saw any more of the game besides uh, Jeremy Cameron kicking his... Uh, I, kick, nine goals four, nine goals five? I rage quit. I'll, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you might have. As soon as you got the... Nine goals five. Nine goal, just yeah. a lazy nine goals well, five. Yeah. He was, that's, that's actually... That's a shit return. He was like... Honest. He was like two goals one up until halftime, and he was goalless in the second quarter. And I was like... He didn't get better from there, actually, percentage-wise. Yeah, and I, I jumped into the uh, the Reddit thread, the game thread, and I'm like, oh, uh, Goldie, you do me well. I, I love you guys. And then... Uh, Everyone was like, here come the fucking nuffies. <laughs> and then third quarter happened, and I'm like, you're dead to me. Yep. You, you fucked me over. I can't believe it. It was always going to happen. Hope though. you get fucking moved to Tasmania, cunts. You, you could... Yeah, North Melbourne supporter saying that. <laughs> um, I'll take the loss of income just to punish them. <laughs> Second uh, year in a row. Actually, when the end of... Uh, when the um, draw comes out, we should ask play Gold Coast in the final fucking match. <laughs> that might be the only way Ben Brown gets a Coleman. Yeah, do his knee in round two. Um, all right, on to uh, Eagles and Hawthorne. Um, there is, I've never seen so many Hawthorne supporters um, amongst all the other clubs that were so appreciative of what Hawthorne has uh, done now. Oh, it was amazing. Uh, Richmond supporters were all over it. Collingwood yep. supporters were all over it. Even a few Geelong supporters were like, thanks, mate. It was a fucking hard slog by Hawthorne. They were not the best team. Like, they were not the most skillful team, but they figured out how to get the win. Uh, it was all... Whenever yeah. West Coast got... Yeah, the- wait until the other team doesn't care. West Coast wanted to win this game. Believe you yeah, me, absolutely. That, 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 this cost them uh, a double, double chance, chance yeah. um, and now they cannot play a home preliminary final. Yeah, um, they desperately wanted to win this one. Yeah, but every time they got the ball, the Hawthorne setup was just brilliant. They it was switched, perfect. and we saw it last week when um, West Coast played Richmond in the first yeah. quarter. They kicked seven straight. Yeah, or seven one. Um, every time they switched the ball, the other, the open uh, the uh, weak side was open. Yeah. And yep. they just ran through it. So Hawthorne went, right, we're going to man up. We're going to absolutely make sure they can't do that. Yep. And they switched it and just looked up the ground at one-on-ones. Well, especially in the middle. Like, trying to yep. go through the middle, Like that's that's where their switch strength is. They'll, they'll get that spot-up mark and centre-half back, and that's where they open up their, their forward attack. But Hawthorne just chopped it off every single yep. time where yep. they'd give them that mark, but you've got nothing forward. And so their instinct is to kick out towards the, you know, basically... Halfway between forward pocket and yeah. and forward flank, and then work, work, work inwards. They give them that, and then they got nothing going forwards. So they go back a bit, go to the other side, and the, yeah, yeah, they've just figured out that they would falter trying to go through the middle. It just it did seem to me though that West Coast weren't going uh, as hard at the body as they could, uh, except for Gaff. He was the bloke who was so desperate, uh, yeah. maybe because he's the one that missed out on the flag last year. Um, but. I don't know. Hawthorne played really fucking well because they needed to win this to have a chance, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. but even I think even Clark said, "Oh, look, if we win, we got a chance, but we're not going to worry about it." Yeah, yeah. And I think if we did manage to sneak in, we'd be back playing West Coast anyway. Yeah. yeah. So is there pressure on Clarko now? <laughs> he has had one of the best coaching seasons you've ever it's seen. Ridiculous, ridiculous. Yeah. Like even this game is just personifies it. Yeah. Um, ben McAvoy playing centre half back. Yeah, like, yeah. What the fuck? Genius. And essentially uh, kicked a goal. Yeah. And a fucking great goal, too. 55. An important goal. Um, uh, what I did like, too, is you know, Jeremy McGovern's one of the best um, intercepting defenders. And a yeah. lot of the teams have gone, right, well, we're going to play a lockdown forward on him. You know, someone to just engage mm. him. Throw one of our shit players on him and try and just take his influence out of the game. Yeah. Um, well, like the old Billy Madison style. Yeah, old Billy Madison style, pretty I much. I mean, yeah. Waterboy. Yeah. Um, but uh, what the fuck ever Adam said? What Hawthorne did instead was, you know what? Let's send Sean Burgoyne to him. Make yeah. sure, let's send a smart player to him. And what does Burgoyne do? Kicks? Uh, do you kick three? Mm, sure, if you say so. Yeah, three straight. Three straight. Yeah, um, and uh, made you know McGovern yep. um, look a bit silly at times. The, the person whose game I was most impressive with was actually Wingard because he wasn't there ground. all the time. But what he did was fucking perfect, and his yep. ability to think through a situation and not. It's a situation that lasts for two seconds. Yep. But you can see the thought process that goes through figuring out that, not giving the first handball, parries the right, and just run it coming through the middle. There was even one instance that was on the near side wing where he fucked it up. Um, yep. you know, oh, and chased it down and chased got that it down, tackle. holding the ball, yeah. got it back yeah, again. That was like, fucking amazing. That's amazing. what you want. <coughs> um, yeah, I was super impressed by his game. 
Mind you, this this does mean that Hawthorne finished in, in Richmond uh, Cup spot. Oh, ninth. So Richmond Mate. finished in Hawthorne's first? <laughs> <laughs> well, when did like you finish this. third? We finished third, the yeah. third, but, yeah. But that just means draft picks, and we don't do draft picks anyway. No, no. <laughs> we we yeah. give them away. You we test them out first, yeah. <laughs> we, we come in, what, is it pick 50? All right, yeah. uh, time for us to wake up. Yeah, uh, Hawthorne are a team that buy a pair of docks and get someone else to wear them in for them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Precisely. You let us know when they're ready, and we'll take them. But and that's the other thing too. Like Andrew Gaff had thirty-seven touches. I, I looked at the coaches' votes and he didn't feature. Well, he was always under pressure when he got those touches. Yeah, um, like every single time. Yeah, it, it, he had the most effort that I saw on the on both teams though. And uh, to be fair though, I didn't watch the whole thing because I was still <laughs> shitty. Yeah. Exactly. He wasn't. He, like I said, he wasn't in the best five. Well, the thing is, he tried the hardest. But he was the only person who tried the hardest. So people were like just man up on Gaff, and yeah, <laughs> they're fucked. Um. All right, uh, but uh, yeah, so many. I was amazing to see even Collingwood uh, go. Thanks, guys. Thanks for that. Yeah. Um, on to Sunday. Now, the game everyone was watching was the Bulldogs and the Crows early on because that was one that uh, hinged Matted. the finals hopes of uh, what four teams. Yep. And might have uh, killed another coach. And might have killed another coach. Um, it was over by quarter time. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And the Bulldogs look fucking dangerous. Oh, don't they? Mind you, their midfield is. A class. Yeah. All jokes aside, you know, obviously it would have been nice to Adelaide to creep over the line and Hawthorne play finals. But yeah. Bulldogs in the finals are a genuine threat. Whereas really Hawthorne yeah. isn't. I mean they've already won a flag from seventh. Yeah. They're just trying to do one better at eighth. Well look, no, they, they finished seventh. Yeah. So they're gonna have to do and it. And it looks there again. like Western Bulldogs, Richmond, Brisbane. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It does at the minute. That's what, like, yeah. um, the, I style. Mean, Geelong, yeah, the style of gameplay. Here's one thing, though. Is it better for Collingwood to bow out in the first week or to get to the grand final and lose by a, week, uh, by a kick? Uh, kick? Kick him on the fucking yeah. curb and not have to deal with him for another two weeks. <laughs> it's always the most reasonable option. That's one of the most satisfying. But, yeah, I, I'm... I'm but, but the idea of going to a grand final and being able to miss the crowd by staying to the end is kind of amusing too. <laughs> it also means other people can get tickets. Yeah. Well, yeah, there well, is that. Not if Richmond won't make it, then you've got yeah, no chance. Yeah, that's, that's the worst fucking thing about being a Richmond supporter is that when we do make finals tickets. once... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm a North Melbourne supporter. I, I reckon I get them free if we make it. <laughs> of course. I mean, most of your members won't even know you made the finals. Well, they will. They've just... There's only six of them. Yeah, their pets won't uh, be able to buy a ticket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Old Fido's not going in. Um no, the Bulldogs look like they're one of the better form sides uh, of the competition. Looking amazing. If it wasn't for um, coaches getting sacked and then playing Bulldogs the next week, they'd be yeah. top four. Yep. Um, but uh, and it looks like they've got to have uh, quite a few players in the All Australian squad, which is being announced as we speak. I don't know if I mentioned that earlier. Yep. Um, Marcus Bontempelli has picked up the uh, Coaches Association Award, which is uh, not too shabby at all, considering you know the people that vote for that. And yeah, the Coaches Association Award is probably the more Respected award, obviously the Brownlow, but that gets voted by media personnel yeah. and well, all um, other sorts of shit. The Brownlow's the umpires, and what are they fucking yeah, well, umpires? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And the Players Association award is a little bit um, uh, fugazi. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, the thing about like obviously umpires are there to adjudicate the game, so they're supposed to be unbiased. Yeah. But they've got a job to fucking do, and a very fucking yeah, hard one. Their job isn't to watch the fucking players and yeah. see how well they're doing. Like, it's ridiculous that that's the people we get to judge the, the brown and metal. They've got enough pressure. They've got enough shit to do. Exactly, yeah. Like, take yeah. that out of their hands. Um, in fairness, though, Matt Crouch, 47 touches. Did he really? Yeah. Fucking hell. It's not fucking bad. I thought he played for- hey, And not the biggest for the weekend. No. no. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't either. But, um, gee, 
there's stories going around that he's on the trade table too. And mind you, if you're at Adelaide right now, you'd have to think uh, everyone is. Well, by the looks, they of it, might actually be. If this is a true, if they're gonna, if they're gonna get rid of Tex Walker, then that well, signifies definitely a rebuild. We'll so put, they may as well get rid of Aronofsky. We'll put it this way: if half the rumors are true, that's a big fucking cleanout. Yeah, even yeah. half. Yeah, but and I, I, I believe it too. I re- because they've gone out and said, you know, we're doing a full review, um, and doing it the right way. Yeah. Um, and everybody should be on the trade table because yep. at the end of the day, you're not winning a flag next year. Yeah, and and no. those players are still very fucking valuable. Yeah, yeah. Well, they are now. Yeah, you can get something for them. Yeah. Um, but they're, they're, you know there are talks about Eddie Betts going uh, on on offer. Um, Jenkins a hundred percent on offer. Yeah. Yep. Um, Source Jacobs is uh, looking elsewhere. Well, I hope, try, I hope and, try and keep him if you're Adelaide. How do you feel about Hawthorne if they do pick up Jenkins? Because that's the story. Yeah, it's fucking great. <laughs> so, I'm with you. I'm, I think uh, I think he's a terrible fucking pickup. So he'll be a cult hero if he goes in there. <laughs> but then again, I sure. thought I thought Frawley was a terrible pickup, and he's been serviceable. Mate, well, he had his career best year this year. Yeah. He's been great. Um, uh, Jenkins. Yeah, I think he's he's, he's just at the wrong club. But um, yeah. you know, you could like, use someone that sits in the goal square. <laughs> well, he yeah. he covers a lot of turf. Like imagine, I said, imagine Wingard kicking to to fucking <laughs> Jerker Jenkins. Jerker Jenkins. Yeah, um, incredible. But I mean, I know that the meme was that he's only kicks him from the goal square, and it's quite right. He but, gives a but fuck if he you can runs, get marks in the but, goal square. If he, he can get a shot from the goal square, but he kicks him. him exactly. He yeah. gets him. And he covers a lot of turf yeah. to get those ones. I would take a kick in the goal square than a kick from 50 every day of the fucking week. And if mate, that happens, does Sicily go back? And is he okay with this? Well, Sicily's been playing uh, centre-half back all year, so I don't think he's any problems with that. But, yeah. um, I thought he was back flank. Yeah, my bad. It was the same thing. I thought know. he was full-back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's not going forward again. Um, he's, uh, he's he's too valuable down there. Does he know this? He might yeah. be pretty good. Yeah. Um, no, they tried him forward a couple of weeks, and he <laughs> looked like he didn't enjoy it at all. Um but uh, yeah, geez, the Crows and Port as well. You throw them in that. I know we're talking about them in a minute, but guys, South Australian footy's really caving in on itself. It is. It's lovely to watch. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I have a bit of an affinity for Port just because Adelaide supporters spat on me <laughs> um, and just to stir them up. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like saying I've got a bit of a bit of you know affinity for herpes because I got AIDS one time. And- <laughs> um, all right, the Tigers uh, did their job on the Brisbane Lions, and you got to say, even though um, it was a low, or well, lowish scoring game, it did feel like the Tigers were in control from the get go. It was, which is in stark contrast to all the media uh, fucking reports on the game that just praised Brisbane for playing a great game and they did awesome. Trying and hard, yeah. You're like, oh. What the fuck are you talking about? No. What game did you watch? Yeah, Vic bias. Uh, oh, fucking media bias. Sam McClure, eat a dick. I don't even know what Sam McClure, <laughs> but like, I feel like that's he fair. should anyway. No matter what, that's always a, a, like a, a crowd pleaser. Uh, Prestier, I thought, was uh, the best on ground. Besides, been a gun. besides Lockie Neal bringing up his half century. Yeah, oh, look, you, you can't obviously take anything away from someone who gets 51 touches yeah. in a game. I, oh, that's fucking incredible. And obviously, you know, um, whenever Tom Mitchell got over 50, everyone's yeah. like, oh, yeah, but how many of them are effective? I'm like, I don't care. But half of them. That was <laughs> a considerable loss. A considerable loss yeah. for Brisbane yes. who are playing finals. Yep. So maybe Lockie Neal getting 51 possessions is part of the problem. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I, somebody else needs to get touches. Yeah. I thought it was a bit rough too. I mean, uh, Richmond got tw- uh, 18 free kicks in this one. Um, you know, that, that it, is rough. That's massive. Oh, is that big as it? And Brisbane got 22. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, they talked it up like like uh, Brisbane had this incredible game and they got pumped. This yeah. was not a good game for Brisbane. Uh, Tigers had control of it early and they never never really looked like they're going to lose it. Exactly, well, it, yes. it was the inside 50s that I thought were the, the telling stat. I mean, for uh, Brisbane, they had 16 shots from 50. From, yep. from fifty entries, I mean. Yeah. So when you're only you're only shooting less than a third, uh, that's not fucking right. Well, Whereas, a, um, and a lot of that I've got to say as well, um, Hipwood's one of their main targets up forward, and I think I feel like he, he's very hit and miss. Like some games, you go, all right, he's dangerous and he can go anywhere. He yeah. looks like the next Jeremy Cameron. Other games, you go, oh, he had four touches, did he? See. I really like Brisbane, but I think guys like Hipwood will get exposed in finals because finals are yeah. extremely combative, and, and yeah. he's not built for it. No, um, and I, I do feel like he's he's too um, experienced now to have that kind of massive gap between his best and his worst. Yeah, yeah. I mean if yeah, you're exactly. a if you're a, a, a fugly fullback, like even um, one of the big lads, like uh, even a Frawley. Yeah, and you line up on him, you're like, look, lad, you are going to take some fucking screamers, yep. but I am going to punch the fuck out of you yeah. every time you do we're gonna yeah. wear you down yeah and uh, if it's a grand final or something and you're like look i'll get suspended for this but uh you're gonna get fucking hurt <laughs> yeah um yeah. 
I think it was telling too at uh, what was it in the third quarter or whatever when Dusty scored that goal when he had two Brisbane players that basically yeah. knocked themselves out trying to tackle him. Yeah. And you go, mate, there's just another level here. He got yeah, called exactly. uh, high fan off twice, didn't he? I think one of them was uh, oh, legit. Bu- bullshit freak kicks against Richmond? No way. <laughs> oh my God. No, I think one, one was it. The other one I thought was a bit uh, whistle happy. But, um, it's the only way I like it. But it, it seemed like they, they targeted that this round. Maybe a little bit, yeah. Because there's quite a few high fend-off calls. I, I did like that um, he's back to the old Dusty now where it's a free kick against him and he's like, okay. Whatever. Cool, yeah. Whatever, I'll get the next pass. Exactly. I still know I can meet you in the car park, can't yeah. do shit. I like that. that. That means we've got the old Dusty back. Yeah. Remember, but, he looked ordinary in rounds one, two, and three this year or, or early on. Yeah, yeah, very ordinary. Almost like he was trying too hard or there was injuries. Something's not right. Something's no, not right. But yeah. when he's open again. But <laughs> um, Jack Rural kicking four in the first is unforgivable from a Brisbane standpoint. Yeah, uh, and you can see that they're obviously looking at uh, Tommy Lynch and we've got to cut down yep. on him. But exactly. Um, and really, six goals in the first quarter when, what, they only managed 12 all day. Yep. Yeah. Um, that, that hurts, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. And when you look at how the, the game played out, um, their resurgence in the the sort of second, third quarter would have actually been much more significant and put pressure on the scoreboard for Richmond yeah. nah. if they hadn't let, let out those goals at the start. No, nah, Harris Andrews just a spud. <laughs> Fuck him. He's probably p- picking up his uh, All-Australian jacket. As Undeserved, the bastard. Um, having said that, this is a five-goal win to the Tigers. Next week, it is uh, at Brisbane's home game. I don't expect to be a five-goal win to the Tigers there. But we'll have to wait and Ten, see. Ten, you say. <laughs> um, finally, the last game was Port Adelaide versus Frio. The absolute dead rubber. That the, there was nothing to watch in this one, uh, except to see which quarter Ken Hinckley would get sacked in. Um, he managed to duck and dodge his way out of that. Really? Did he walk around the boundary line? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I don't think Port can afford to sack him. I know that they've come out and specifically said they could, and they don't want to sack him, but. I don't believe that. Now, you see, how much would it cost to sack him and how much is, is it worth just to not hear Koshy talk about it? Because <laughs> if you're uh, one of their board members, or CEO or something, surely you just, you put him on block. Oh, it's much easier to get rid of Koshy than it is to get rid of Hinkley. Put it that way. You reckon? Yeah. Uh, like money-wise. Well, yeah, yeah money-wise, but I think still think he'd turn up. Yeah, yeah. You won't shut him up, but at least you can say, well, he gives a shit what he thinks. Um, but yeah, it was just... It was, it's a nothing game. Um, it, yeah, it was tough to watch. Um, and I do remember like it was on sort of in the background and I was fucking around on my phone and that kind of stuff. And I looked up and looked at the scores and went, oh, fuck, it's third quarter. there's another quarter after this? I'm watching. Yeah, they, neither team was playing exciting footy. Um, the only thing that I hope for Port for next season, if they don't trade every fucker, is <laughs> that if, uh, if Hingley's still there, that in the uh, China game, he tries to convince the Chinese authorities that Koshi's actually a journo <laughs> reporting on Hong Kong and suddenly he disappears. <laughs> I mean, and Hinks, if you listen, uh, it's an option. Stick for it. Go with it. Exactly. Yeah, why it. not? Yeah, it ain't like the uh, Australian government's going to do fuck all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, all right, well, there's not really any other games for us to cover. Yeah. Um, I feel like next week we've got to, like, we're only going to be able to talk about finals, so yeah. we have to cover that then. And I'm not talking about the EJ Witten's uh, Legends game. No. I didn't even get a fucking Guernsey. Yeah, I reckon, you know, a couple of dollars in the right way, I reckon I could. Very true. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's uh, the wrap-up of uh, season 2019, um, pre-finals. Yeah. Um, i got to say, oh, the other thing I did want to mention was uh, we do our ladder predictors at the start of the year. Oh, that's right. Um, I went through, and I, the good news is uh, all three of us improved on uh, 2018. Did we really? Um, that's not good news, because <laughs> I didn't win, neither did you, I think. No, I think you won last year. No, I won, I won the year before. I'm pretty sure Josh won last year somehow. No, Josh has finished second every year, I think. Oh, shit. So uh, I've got one win. Um, all right. Have you there? Because I don't think you do. No, I did win one year. Oh, well, the, the records for that year have been lost. Um, but uh, yeah I, I think I did take this one out um, uh, just oh, a fucking likely story well I mean the numbers have been there all year but uh, it's actually Hawthorne finishing ninth that won it for me because uh, <laughs> that's exactly where I picked them um, th- no big surprises the ones we got wrong the most were uh, uh, Melbourne um, yeah, yeah. all three of us put them in fourth and they finished nowhere um, I think the biggest gain for all of us again not surprising was Brisbane uh, that we got wrong the most. Um, how did you go, Josh, on, on North? Where did you pick? You picked North I, to finish? I had them eighth. Eighth, and they actually finished 
where they finish? Like twelfth. Twelfth. So not that far away, really. Well, close to the new cards. Uh, well, no. except that Brett had him in ninth. You had him in like third. Seventh. I put him seventh. No, so still yeah, closer than you. I was much more confident than you. Um, and uh, Brenton was uh, he picked Richmond to finish first. He's the only true believer. How the fuck did you get there when you put uh, GD West pick, uh, to finish 16th? <laughs> 15th. No, he did. Did I? 15th. Yeah. There you go. Because I told you, because I got Hawthorne first. Uh, sorry, minus five points for putting Hawthorne in uh, the got, correct spot. I got Brisbane there. So. We need to fucking count back or some well, shit. You can count it all you like. You know, it's not going to change. Who won? I forgot. I don't want to listen then. <laughs> Me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yeah. All right. That'll do us for this week. Yep. Good luck. All right. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.